Hi everyone, welcome back to Joel's Trove. <laughs> call it Joel, call it Bonita, but here it's me. So today I've got something very interesting to share with you guys, and it's something spiritual. And as I was reading my Bible the other day, I read through Mark, the book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 1 to 20. So the chapter is about Mark, it's about the story of the scattered seed. For those of you who do not know anything about the story of the scattered seed, um, Jesus was telling the story. It's about a farmer and this farmer, what happened was he was busy planting seed. So as he was busy doing it, some of the seed was scattered on the road and that which fell on the road, the birds came and the birds ate it. And some of them fell on the gravel. It sprouted quickly, but unfortunately didn't put down the roots. So when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. And then some of the seeds came up. And unfortunately, they were strangled among the weeds. And nothing unfortunately happened of that too. And some of the seeds fell on the good earth and came up with a flourish, producing a harvest, exceeding his wildest dreams. So, I mean, something like a story like this may seem straightforward, you know, and a lot of times our interpretation, we have different interpretations of it. And the one which I've always known, you know, and which was basically the very, um, I would say, the outwardly way of reading it in the Bible. And <clears throat> apologies. So when Jesus came to explaining what some of the, what some of the seeds that fall on the different platforms meant. This is what he said. So some of the seeds which fall on the heart and soul of the road, it's the same as people who hear the word of the Lord. And however, no sooner do they hear the word of the Lord, Satan snatches away what they have implanted in them. And some of the people who, and some are like the seeds just landed on the gravel. When they first hear the word, they respond with great enthusiasm. But there is such a shallow sort of character that when the emotions were open, some difficulty arrives, there's nothing to show off it. And thirdly, the seeds which fall within the weeds represent the ones who hear the kingdom news, but are overwhelmed with worries about all the things that they have to do and all the things they want to get. And I think in the old interpretation, which is what I'm trying to, which is what, which is the one I'm talking about right now, I think I am definitely one of those people where I would pray and worship God. However, I'd still be consumed by so much worry. And you can't be operating in a place of worry while still believing, saying that you believe in God. Because our God is, if you believe in God, it means that we trust Him wholeheartedly and fully and we leave everything up to Him. So when we worry and when we stress, it means that we have not done that and we are trying to do things in our human capacity. But nonetheless, that was me. And of course, this is a new year and I'm trying to be 
something different. And the fourth part is that the seed which is planted in the good earth represents those who hear the word, embrace it, and produce a harvest beyond their wildest imaginations and dreams, which makes sense. Um, if you truly believe in God and you truly believe in the word and you you put everything on, on God's shoulders as you say we would that means that everything the word would penetrate here and you know what am I saying I'll have to cut that out <laughs> so my newest interpretation of this verse is that my newest interpretation of this verse and I never thought about it this way how majority of us, a lot of times, we seem to be so busy and so hard at work, you know, and a lot of times we do not see or see the produce of our work. And which begs the question, are we planting our seeds in the right places? You know, I often think that we think that just because we're planting that we are planting something worthy of harvest and a lot of times it's not that and I realized in my life to this point that whenever that happened in my life that's when I actually had not no focus but when I tried to do so many things at the exact same time and by doing so many things at the same time you have really very little focus on or you don't give one thing to that much focus and attention that it needs because you're trying to spread yourself to them. You're trying to have backup plans. You're trying to have plan C, D, E, F. Of course, contingencies are important. But if you're operating in faith and you're operating with God, you'd realize that you do not need to be planning B, C, D, E, F, and G. You know? And for me, one of my main goals this year is to be very smart as to where I plant my seeds. Be very smart as to where I... I don't know where I shift my focus, who I spend my time with, what I spend my time on. And you'd call it working smartly, yes, but I want to be intentional and very deliberate about how and where I exercise my efforts. So, like I said, the reasons why many of our things are going to come to fruition, because we throw our seeds everywhere, hoping that it'll catch something. However, that's not what our approach should be. We should have a more focused approach and we should really hone in and zone into what we're trying to achieve and try and master that and try and have master, gain mastery over that. And that can only happen through a certain kind of focus. So one of the ways, one of the many ways in which I've decided to implement this focus in my life is by being very selective about who I spend my time with, being very selective with what I spend my time on and how. I would say typically that last year, if I get invited somewhere, I would go. And, you know, not a lot of things, but I think that I spread myself too thin. And that for me really came back to bite me in the foot because not so much, but I felt that I could have been better. And this year is the year that I want to be better. I want to be a better human being holistically. I want to be the best version of myself. 
I want to be better and just grow mentally, spiritually, physically in all respects. And I really want to give something my 100% focus. That's going to come with a lot of sacrifices and that's going to come. It's going to make few people unhappy. There will always be resistance when you change because people know you in a certain dimension. And when you change that, there will always be resistance. However, I'm anticipating that. I feel that I owe it to myself to be the best version of myself this year. Many times we operate from a point of brokenness and that's not my portion for this year. I've spent a lot of time in you know, doing therapy and being the better version of myself last year. And now that I've healed, I want to push myself to the next level. I want to see what I am capable of when I give God my 100%. I want to see what am I capable of, capable of, when I give myself 100%. And we really think that we've got all the time in the world. And we actually don't. We are living on borrowed time. And for me, I really am tired of being mediocre or being a mediocre Christian or doing things in a mediocre way. So some of the few ways in which I plan to harness and be more focused, like I said, is by being very selective of things I'm invited to and things which I accept invitations to. Um, by being single and by not having any alcohol, quitting alcohol, um, I'm not sure how long I can do this for, but I'm hoping until March. And if I do get to March, even further. And meditating more on the word. I realized as well that last year, I am a very spiritual person. However, last year I spent more of my time praising and worshiping God and not so much of my time um, going through the word and learning the word. And I want to be so deeply rooted in God. And the third way in which I plan to minimize distractions in my life. It's about spending less time on social media. I do that. I spend a bit of time on social media. However, I don't sit on my timeline on the explore page. Majority of the time, I actually go to my social media to look at notifications, people that are engaging with me to respond to them. However, generally, I I actually don't. And if I do view your profile, that means I went straight to your profile and I went to intentionally go view your profile. And that's important for me because social media can be a very, very negative space, can be very distractful. And for me, it's about eliminating trigger points. And for example, that for me is one of them. And another manner in which you can be more focused stop watching the news or like just switch off television or just switch off the news every now and again. There's so much negativity being spread with the news that if you're not careful, it has a lot of trigger points and it's so easy for that energy to just come into your world without you realizing and can completely, completely change your entire day, which is not fair unto yourself. 
what I realized as well is that I'm spending fewer, less time with friends. I know that there's anything wrong with it, but sometimes, like I said, I'm giving it my 100%. And we all come from different walks of life and different circumstances, and our priorities are all different. You know, and we are grown up. We are grown up. I'm a grown, I'm a 28 year old grown woman. You know, and at some point we need to realize that certain things will take priority at certain point in life. And for me, my spirituality and my career are the focal point at this present moment in time. And again, spending time with yourself, meditate quite a lot, have self-care Sundays, self-care weekends. You need to do it. And finally, you need to practice and learn to practice self-preservation. It's very important because in this day and age, you are stretched in so many directions that it's easy to lose focus and it's easy to get drained and to end up burned out and exhausted, which are two words which I think our generation seems to use quite a lot. So I think more especially women, we need to learn to say no. We need to learn to set boundaries. Set boundaries, not just with family, but with friends, with loved ones, with your partner. You cannot give out of an empty cup. And nonetheless, that empty cup is needed to be giving back into you for your growth. So for me, that pretty much sums up how I plan to grow about being more focused. And like I said, focusing my energy and my, what I do and being very strategic about it and not scattering your seeds every single way, but putting it where you know it'll grow. And in order for you to do that, you need to be very focused. How else will you be able to discern good soil from the seeds, from the gravel? He needs a certain kind of discernment. And that means removing the clutter from your brain, removing the clutter in your life and focusing, focusing and honing on what's important. I hope this podcast is very helpful for you. And I hope that if your goal is similar to mine and it's to be the best version of yourself, to be more intentional and focused and strategic about where you plant your seeds, and you want to rise and be be above being and be above mediocre, then we and I, we are on the same page. So let's do this together. It's only January 2019. We have the whole year. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And I hope you scatter your seeds where it matters. And if it doesn't, and where it doesn't matter, if it doesn't grow, learn and move right along and go plant elsewhere. Plant, plant, plant. This is the year of planting seeds. And this is the year of establishing who and what we are. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Josh Cho. Bye.